Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am coming to you from my ultra professional van life studio setup. I'm really proud of myself for being so creative and finding something that really works that muffles and treats the sound. And I'm pumped to be able to continue to bring you this podcast from the road. If you've been listening, you might know that I am currently in Lander, Wyoming. I'm on a rock climbing trip, vacation, work retreat, whatever you want to call it. I had initially planned to come down here for about two and a half-ish weeks. And immediately when I got down here, I was like, oh yeah, I definitely want to extend my trip. I want to extend my stay. The universe certainly heard that request. And now I am extending my trip out to almost two months total. I'll be planning on staying through the end of August, which I am so thankful to be able to have the flexibility and space in my schedule to actually do things like this. I mean, right? This is why we work for ourselves. This is why I started my business in the first place so that I could have this flexibility to travel and to go climb and do the things that I loved, not to be chained to the work. We are, here's what we're going for. We're going for our business working for us instead of us working for our business. So today, I'm really excited about the podcast topic. I want to share with you a little bit about opting out of hustle culture and then some tips for working on the road. I think that a lot of my clients, well, I don't think I know that a lot of my clients, because we've had conversations, especially this last couple of weeks, it's been so fucking fun to have so many of the amazing, amazing coaches, nutritionists, personal trainers that I've worked with actually be in the same spot and be able to hang out with them face to face and spend time with them. And then just having these conversations of just feeling like they're doing too much, that they just want more space and time to actually go and enjoy the life that they've tried to create for themselves. So this is exactly what I want to talk about today and just start to explore what things could look like. What working less and making more might actually mean for you. I mean, we have been conditioned. We have been like constantly, it's put in our face that the more you do, the more you make, the more successful you'll be, which what it's really saying is the more you do, the more you'll be loved, the more you'll be accepted, the more you'll feel validated. And once you start to separate away and out from that, then you get to start making the rules of what that gets to look like for yourself. Before we dive into today's topic too far, I want to announce this week's podcast giveaway winner. So if you haven't heard yet, I am doing a podcast giveaway every single week. It's super, super easy to win. All you've got to do is take a screenshot of the podcast episode that you're listening to and share it to your Instagram tag me at expand with Chelsea. If you don't tag me, I won't know that you posted it and you won't be entered. So make sure that you tag me and then you're entered. And here's what you win. You win an Oracle card reading. So this is perfect if you are having something that you are struggling with, wanting to make a big decision on, something that you want some guidance or support around. I'll record a video and then I send it to you. 
specifically around the questions or the topics that you've asked. It's completely customized to you around the things that you're seeking guidance around. So this week's winner is Frit underscore Tam. And if you don't follow him already, absolutely go do so. Frit is an incredible content creator and filmmaker based out of Sheffield and has had an incredible impact on the trans community, documenting these stories, sharing their own story, and honestly, just bringing a lot of vulnerability and transparency around what it's like to be trans. I have learned so, so much from him and I am so thankful that he continues to do the work that he does and Frit all you got to do is send me an email I am hello at expandwithchelsea.com and whatever it is that you are wanting support and guidance around and I will get that oracle card reading to you ASAP all right some other updates if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out July 21st 2022 that means we are just one week away one week away from the break the six-figure barrier with passive income event that I'm hosting with my friend Helen. You might have heard Helen on last week's episode. We talked all things passive income, how we built and structured our multiple six-figure businesses, how to scale, and how to actually start believing that you are somebody that could run and own a successful business. Highly recommend checking that interview out. And if you are a business owner looking to create passive income inside your business, you want to wake up to payment notifications, you actually want to go travel and enjoy your life, and you want to stop trading your time for money, maybe you're little bit overloaded with one-on-one clients, you found that you've been working too much, you're not actually enjoying the things that you do as much as you used to, and you're ready to start creating that passive income, I would love for you to join us for this event. Pricing increases next week. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, I would absolutely recommend jumping on this sooner rather than later, or you're going to be paying double. And here's the thing, if you are not at least willing to invest $97 in your business, entrepreneurship is going to feel real fucking hard for you. This is one of the main reasons that I've been able to be as successful as I am because I invest in accelerating and speeding up the process. If somebody else knows information that I want, I'm like, here, take my money. Great. I want to learn that information so that I'm not spending my time. I'm not spending hours and hours of my precious time trying to learn that information. So take the shortcut, take the cheat code. We're giving it all to you. We're talking all things passive income and brain rewiring for only $97. I'm going to put the link to sign up in the show notes. You can learn more about it on the info page that I will link as well. And we are so excited to see you there. All right, let's dive into today's podcast episode. So opting out of hustle culture, unsubscribing from the hustle. So this conversation, I think I got really excited to start talking about this probably a couple of months ago, because for me, where this all stems from is learning that I am a projector in human design. If you don't know your human design yet, I would highly recommend going and checking it out, getting your chart and starting to learn more about this. I am by no means a human design expert. I just find it fascinating. I use it with a lot of my clients and it's been really helpful for me to get to know myself on this deeper level. I mean, as a business owner, this is a massive personal and self-development journey. And the more that you know yourself, the more successful you can become. So human design is just one of those tools that I use in order to learn and to get to know myself better. So being a projector in human design, what that really means is that I am here to lead and to guide people, to help them do things more efficiently. I am not designed to work, like absolutely not. I get tired super easily. I have a lot of energy, but it comes in bursts. I am not somebody that can just maintain and keep grinding and keep hustling. I will burn out. I will become resentful. I will become bitter. Those feelings specifically arise in me when I am doing too much. 
The beauty of my gifts as a projector is efficiency. I can get eight hours of work done in three hours. But because our society has conditioned us to think that more equals better. Again, in the beginning, I said, really what we're doing by doing more is we're trying to feel love. We're trying to receive love in some way. And we've been conditioned to think that. But if we can actually take a step back from that and gain a different perspective where we actually love ourselves enough to decide that, you know what? I don't need to be working all the time. I actually do deserve to enjoy my life. I am worthy enough to deserve to create the life that I really want to live. I am deserving of creating a reality that I am fucking obsessed with that I do not need to take a vacation from. So this is where a lot of that is stemming from is it's that worthiness piece, that deserving piece. And when I really started to realize like, okay, I'm actually not enjoying my life as much as I could. I really want to go rock climbing. I really want to spend time outside. I really just like want to stop working. Like as much as I, I, I am obsessed. I absolutely love what I do, but I do not want to do it 24 seven. I do not want to be working for my business. I want to be a CEO. I want to be running my business, not my business running me. So in order to change that pattern and change that relationship, I needed to make a big change. And that change for me, the catalyst for that, came in the form of a big breakup. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I was pretty much completely incapable of working after that. But as somebody that runs a successful multiple six-figure business and wants to continue growing my business, I had to start getting creative on how I would use my energy when it started finally coming back. It took about two to three weeks for my energy to start slowly returning. And I knew that this was a huge blank slate opportunity for me to do things differently. If we don't make a change, there will be no change. You can't expect to do things the same. I mean, that's the definition of insanity, right? Like if we continually do things the same, we're going to get the same result every single time. So what I looked at this as is an opportunity to bring things back in that I not only loved, but enjoyed doing that lit me up, that brought me joy, because that was what is actually going to magnetize people to me. Stop doing things that you don't like. (laughs) If you don't like these things, your audience, your potential clients, they're going to feel that and that will actually repel them away from you. So I had the opportunity to be more intentional about the things I was bringing back in. I stopped doing things that I didn't like. I reduced the amount of time that I was spending on things and I gave myself full permission to only do things that were going to take a short period of time. For example, if writing an Instagram post was feeling sticky or it was just feeling like it was taking forever, you know that point in time where you're kind of like trying to like pull your own teeth and you're like pulling words and it's not flowing and you're deleting things and you're like, wait, what the fuck am I trying to say? Stop doing that. For me, if it takes longer than 10 minutes, I'm not doing it. So if that means that I write half an Instagram post and then it gets sticky, great. I'm going to stop doing it because it is not worth my time at that point. I am building trust back up with myself that it is safe enough to rest. It is safe enough to opt out of doing things just because I feel like I quote should do them. It is okay to rest. It is okay to take a break. It is okay not to constantly be producing. Because if we keep playing into that cycle, that's all we're ever going to get. You're going to reiterate the thought pattern. I mean, you're essentially rewiring your brain to think that in order to be successful, your input creates your output. Absolutely not. It gets to be whatever you want it to be. For me, when I went through brain rewiring the first time, a huge thing was my motto was the less I work, the more I make. The less I work, the more I make. You can be successful in whatever way you decide that you want to be successful. Success is written into your DNA. You get to decide. 
Do I want to hustle my way to success or do I want to rest my way to success? Do I want it to feel easeful? I'm not saying that it won't be without challenges. It absolutely will be. This is a self-development and personal growth journey. You will definitely be hitting triggers. You will be hitting barriers, obstacles. You're going to fucking meet yourself. You will have some low lows. So not without its challenges. But do you want to feel like you're constantly behind, constantly trying to prove yourself, to prove your worth, to receive love from external validation by doing things. I don't think so. So what if you could just do it a different way? What if it could actually be different? What if you were actually doing too much? So once you get to that point where you decide you're sick of your own bullshit and you're sick of being busy 24-7, I actually wrote about this on Instagram stories earlier today. I was feeling like very lit up, very inspired. By us, Being busy and distracted 24-7, that is a form of us being controlled. We are too busy to actually live and experience the life that we want. By being so busy, we step further and further away from what our soul truly wants. By staying distracted, by adding more things to your plate, you're moving further away from your potential and further away from the reality that you know that you could have, from the life that you know that you could create. It's a way of keeping us stuck and a way of keeping us small. So once you start to realize this, then comes the question, well, how do I do it differently? How do I start to break this cycle and start to work less and trust that I can actually be just as successful, if not more successful, by doing less? And you have to make the decision to sit through the discomfort. It is not going to feel good Most business owners, we are so fucking good at adding more to our plate. More, more, more. Sure, I'll post to Instagram more. Great, I can write another email. Yep, I can reach out to more people. Check, check, check. I feel productive. Therefore, I feel like I'm moving towards success. You know what's going to feel really uncomfortable is actually doing less. We think of rest or vacation as like being in a hammock with a drink in your hand and like, oh, it's just going to feel so awesome. And I'm going to, you know, totally turn off my brain from thinking about my business. I'm not going to feel anxiety. I'm not going to feel stress. I'm not going to feel guilt or shame for taking time off or slowing down. Nope, you're going to feel super uncomfortable. And you have to sit through that discomfort. You have to rewire your brain to tell it it is safe for me to rest. It is safe for me to receive. It is safe for me to do less. And it might take a while. And I know this from personal experience because when I was taking time off, I knew that it didn't feel good, but I knew it was necessary for me to break the habit and the pattern once and for all. And there might be times in my life where I'm accidentally doing too much again. And that's okay because I get to recalibrate. But never again will I do as much as I was doing before because I know exactly where that leads me. I know that that's not the life that I want to create for myself. I want to be able to travel at the drop of a hat. I want to be able to extend a two-week trip into a two-month trip. I want to randomly be able to book trip tickets to Europe and just hang out there. But that can only happen when you have space and time. Don't you see how we are trapping ourselves by planning, by scheduling, by trying to control how everything turns out? Real life, real life is lived in the moments that are unplanned. Life is lived in the unknown. If you want to experience everything that life has to offer you, you've got to create intentional time and space for it. Whether that means daily, I mean, it should mean daily, monthly, weekly, yearly. Having rest planned and built in. You cannot expect for your life to unfold 
in a way that's more beautiful than you ever could have planned. If you are planning the shit out of it, if you're trying to control exactly how everything is going to go, it's tunnel vision. It's only seeing what's right in front of you. It's when we actually step back, then we can start to see a different perspective. We can start to see how it might be different. But that is only if you give yourself permission to sit through the discomfort that is you resting. And it's not going to be easy. Your ego is going to kick and scream. It's going to tell you that you don't deserve it. It's going to tell you to get back to work. It's going to tell you that you are not worthy of slowing down, that you're going to miss out, FOMO, that everything that you've built is going to crumble. And you just have to sit there. You have to tell it that it's wrong, that it's okay that it's scared, that you know why it's scared. Because there's been years, years of conditioning your entire life. You've been told you have to do more, be more. You have to tell it. It is okay for me to slow down. It is okay for me to rest. You have to give your brain examples of times that you have taken a step back and things have been okay. Times where you've given yourself permission to rest in the past and it's actually turned out better than you could have imagined. So that's just my little (laughs) side note rant on hustle culture and opting out of it. And I hope that you don't have to get to that major catalyst point that I did. I hope that you're able to see and to make the decision to opt out sooner than that. Because I can almost guarantee that you didn't start your business to work 24-7. I know it doesn't feel good for you. And it can be done a different way. And that is a huge part of my mission here, is to model to you how it can look. It gets to look like fun. It gets to look like play. It gets to look like having free space and time and doing the things that you want to do when you want to do them. It's to look like freedom. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard about my love for Clear Stem. They just came out with their newest product. I've been testing it for the last couple of weeks, and I gotta tell you, I am in love. I keep thinking that it's not possible for them to continue to outdo themselves, but they truly have with this product. As somebody with dry skin, I was really, really hoping, it was seriously like three weeks before they came out with this product, that I was like, I wish they would come out with something for dry skin. I just need a little bit of extra moisture. I live in the Pacific Northwest. It can be pretty dry here, especially coming out of winter and going into summer, but ClearStem has outdone themselves and they've done it again. Their newest product is the Hydraberry Moisture Mask, and you can actually use it three different ways. I've really been loving using it at night in place of my HydroGlow moisturizer just because it is a thicker, more moisturizing. It just feels it's so luxurious. When I wake up, my skin is so smooth and so hydrated. You can also use it as a mask where you put it on leave it for 10 minutes and then gently wipe off and the last way that you can use it is with the hydro glow to create a thicker moisturizer did you know that both overly dry and overly oily skin can cause acne I didn't know that about the dry skin, but when your skin is overly dry, the skin then tries to compensate by producing more oil to balance out the skin, and that's why you can have dry skin with acne. For me, I was like, oh, duh, that makes so much sense. So I would have really dry skin, and then I'd have had these patches of acne on my chin, around my mouth, and, you know, after wearing masks for such a long period of time, my skin definitely still needs some TLC. And as somebody that is on camera most days of the week, whether that's on Instagram stories, 
stories or I'm filming video modules for my courses, filming YouTube videos or whatever else comes up, my skin definitely matters. Not just how it looks, but how healthy it truly is. The thing that I love about Clearstem is that they don't use any pore clogging ingredients. They have a whole list on their website so you can actually go check to see if what you're using currently has any of those ingredients. Everything that I was using before, I was like, oh my god, no wonder my skin is breaking out because it is clogging my pores. Here are some surprising pore clogging ingredients that I just learned about. Cocoa butter. Okay, you know that cocoa butter that smelled so good and you might have used it when you were a teenager. I know that I definitely did. Yep, that's going to clog your pores. Shea butter. Coconut oil is a big offender. Avocado oil. Jojoba oil. And apricot oil. So pretty much all of the things that I was taught were really healthy for skin are actually probably not doing you any favors. So if you are interested in trying out this Hydroberry Moisture Mask, you can use the code CHELSEA for 10% off your order. I absolutely love and stand by all of Clearstem's products. I have completely changed everything that I use. Everything that I use now is Clearstem. I use it morning and night, and it is just a little bit of time for me to take away, to focus on my skin, to set intentions, to look myself in the eye in the mirror, to say positive affirmations, to eye gaze, to build my confidence, all of that good stuff. It gives me an excuse to do those things. And I feel, I mean, seriously, I feel so proud of myself for actually using and sticking to a skincare routine. Again, you can use code CHELSEA at clearstem.com for 10% off your order. If you do end up ordering, tag me on Instagram. I'm at expandwithchelsea. I would love to see what you got and what you're loving. Let's talk a little bit about some tips that I have for working from the road because I know that this is a lot of what business owners are working towards. Having the flexibility and freedom to travel, being able to do random trips and experience as much culture and different perspectives as possible. So some of the tips that I have for working from the road, whether you are maybe staying in a hotel, an Airbnb, maybe it's your van or your car. If you are not a rock climber, something that is really typical in the climbing community is to just like live in your van, live in your car, whatever you got for as long as possible. So for me, I'm actually staying in my Toyota Sienna, probably for the foreseeable future. I do still have an apartment and a home base, yes. But this is just something that I really love and really enjoy. I understand that it's totally not for everybody. And there are certainly times that I get frustrated when I just like don't want to cook myself dinner. I don't want to pull out my camp stove. But overall, I am really digging and really loving it. And I know that at any point in time, I have the opportunity to go back home. And this is, this is for me, what freedom feels like. The ability to do what I want, when I want to do it, without having to think about oh my gosh, what negative effect could this be having on my business? If anything, I know that me traveling is having a more positive effect on my business because I am literally showing you, showing you that you can create the life that you want to live and work and do all of these things at the same time and you don't have to kill yourself doing it. So my first tip for working from the road is... <laughs> Please use this as an opportunity to do less. I mean, I've, I pretty much prefaced this entire conversation with unsubscribing and opting out of hustle culture. If you are following anyone or you are in anyone's energy that constantly makes you feel like you have to do more, it's that type of person that has a scarcity mindset. They're always pushing. They're forcing things. It just doesn't feel good for you. You feel like when you're with them, you have to keep up. You constantly have to produce 
Nope, you cannot be in that energy. When you are trying to do less, if you keep surrounding yourself around people that constantly make you feel like you have to do more, it's not going to feel good. You're just going to get back into that same cycle and pattern again. So use working from the road as a blank slate and as an opportunity to do less. What are the things that are actually important to you? What are the things that you actually like and enjoy doing inside your business? Are you just doing things to do more things so that you can quell the anxiety that you're feeling about not being productive so that you can temporarily soothe yourself in those moments, even though in the back of your mind, in your heart and in your gut, you're, you know you're doing too much. You know it's not sustainable. If you cannot sustain your workload on the road, you are doing too much. Just going to put that out there. So number two, this is actually related. Determine what your needle movers are. So if you're going to only be doing the things that feel sustainable, you better make sure they're the things that actually generate and make money for you. So this could be working with current clients. This could be creating Instagram content with a call to action. Creating content that you're inspired about that also invites people to take a step further with you. Create a kick-ass post and at the end of it, you're like, great, I've got these mentorship spots open. Message me for more details. Go to the link in the bio for the application. This could be podcast episodes. Whatever it is for you, maybe it's writing newsletters. Whatever your chosen medium is, Choose that and go with it. Stop doing all the extra shit. Stop feeling like you have to do all of these things just because somebody has told you that you need to. I mean, this is why I dislike content calendars so much is because I feel like they trap and they they put us in this box where we're just trying to keep up. And because of that, we are not producing quality content. We are producing things to produce it. And honestly, what's the point of that? If your content, and I've been saying this a lot lately, If your content doesn't have the potential to piss someone off, why are you posting it? You are not even giving people a chance or an opportunity to get to know you on a deeper level to actually see if they would maybe want to work with you. When we're trying to stay so surface level, we're people pleasing, we are like posting vanilla content, nobody has fucking time for that. Share your opinion, share your thoughts, put yourself out there in a way where people can actually see who you are. If people can't see who you are, they don't trust you and they will never buy from you. They will never buy from you. So stop doing things just because you feel like you should be doing it. Determine what actually makes you money inside your business and focus on those things. Release and let go of everything else. Number three is have a plan, a loose plan, but also plan for inspired action. So I am not telling you to plan out every second of your day. (laughs) The first word that came to my mind right then was like, gross, don't do that. (laughs) When you actually have room and space for creativity, that is when it will flow through. This means that you get to go with the inspiration when it happens. But you can only do that if you've created space and time for it. If every single second of your day is so structured, so boxed in, It's not going to feel good. It's going to feel like you're constantly swimming upstream, like you're forcing, like you're trying so hard. And you are. You are trying so hard. You're going to be mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted. So while it might be really helpful to know that there are coffee shops and places with Wi-Fi in the place that you're traveling to, maybe you do want to rent an Airbnb or a room so that you can actually have the ability to have a little bit of that stability if that's what you feel like you need. I will tell you that you certainly don't need those things. I've been doing really, really great without having a, quote, stable place 
to be. I've been making it work intentionally. I have days that I take client calls and usually on those days I work a little bit more if I feel like it, if I feel like creating content from a conversation that I just had, giving myself full permission to just do things when I feel like it instead of when I feel like I should or when I need to. I mean, especially with my rebel personality, that doesn't really work anyway. It's this idea of potency. Can we actually trust ourselves enough to allow the message to come through when it needs to because we've actually created the space for it versus the message is trying to come through and oh my god I got to get on a client call in three minutes and all of a sudden I'm trying to wait to write this post like three hours later and then it's gone. Allowing yourself to let the inspiration the downloads come through when they need to because you have not planned every single second of your day. So yes, look up some coffee shops, get some general information. And then number four is to actually just give yourself a time limit. This is something that I've been playing around with a lot lately is, especially with being a projector and my gift of efficiency, if I give myself three hours, it's going to take three hours. But what if I just gave myself an hour and see what happens? This is also messy action. Just get it out. Get it out. What if you could actually trust yourself enough to create something incredible in an hour? What if it didn't have to take so long? I'm actually going to be doing something in the future, and I'm really excited about this. I'm going to be giving myself the challenge of working one hour a day. That is it. I get one hour, and I better make the most of it, so I'm super excited to keep you updated on how that goes. It's going to be a big thing. Don't worry. I'll keep you updated on it. You're definitely going to know when it's happening. I'm going to share how it went. I'm going to share my metrics. I'm going to track everything. It's going to be a good time. It's coming up in the near future. I'll know when it's time to start this. But give yourself a limit. If you're working at something like a coffee shop or you have the ability to work, it's so easy to half-ass things. You're kind of working. You're kind of not. You're kind of talking. You're not really focused. And then all of a sudden, four hours have gone by and you're like, well, I haven't actually gotten anything done. And I also didn't go enjoy my time in this area. Be intentional with what you're doing? What if it could only take an hour and then those other three hours you could actually go have an incredible experience or you could focus and pay attention to the conversations that you really want to have and deepen those connections instead of being half present. So those are some of my tips for working on the road. Maybe in the future I'll do a more structured podcast around this, but those are just some of the things that have really been helping me lately while being on the road, traveling, rock climbing, probably more than I need to. (laughs) Very tired. Um, Definitely taking a rest day for a couple of days. That's the beauty of staying somewhere for longer too, is you get to slow down. You get to take time. You get to remind yourself that like, hey, I'm actually going to be here. There's no rush. There's no need to move more quickly than I feel like I need to right now. I get to start listening to my body. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I had a blast recording it. Again, don't forget about the giveaway for the podcast every single week, every single week. All you've got to do, take a screenshot of this episode, share it to Instagram, tag me. I'm at Expand with Chelsea. If you have not yet left a rating and a review of the show, I'd really appreciate if you would go ahead and do so. Just takes a couple of minutes. It really helps me. It helps other people find the show as well. I almost have 100 five-star ratings and reviews. So if you haven't yet and the show is bringing value to your life, you feel like you get a lot out of it. If you want to share it with a friend, that is one of the biggest, biggest compliments that you could ever give me as a business owner is sharing my work with people that you are close to. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next episode.